So I have a new addiction, and it's, you know, a little dangerous. If you've done it, you know what I'm talking about with the dangerous part. I have discovered Facebook Marketplace all weekend. I went around buying up stuff, and some of it was kind of shady. I'm not going to lie, but man, those deals, those deals are great. I love negotiating. It was sad. Some of the stuff was so cheap. I didn't. I couldn't even negotiate it down more with a good conscience. I felt kind of guilty of the, how cheap some stuff was. I was redoing or adding to my bar room. So when you come in, you can have a you know sit down, have a drink, hang out before dinner or after dinner or both. You know, have a good time, and then we can go out and smoke some cigars by the fire in our fire pit in the back. Anyways, you're not here to talk here about my uh, home improvement projects. This is an HGTV or whatever it is. It's HTBT, How to Build a Tent. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Matt Williams. Thank you for listening to the show, sharing the show, tagging a friend. All of you guys who followed, supported us, become members of the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. Go over to fightlaughfeast.com, flfnetwork.com, the link's below. Become a member, put in HGBT in the dropdown. You'll get this sweet mug plus all the benefits that the uh, that the network uh, gives you. That's that's the word I was looking for. Oh, this is going to be a rough one. It's the beginning of the new year. And I say that today, the 6th, is the new year because the last week, everyone takes off. At least I take off. A lot of people take off. But now it's time to get into business. Now it's time to get into that 250, making 250. It's time to start back up on those projects that you're working on at work. Starting to recharge or use that recharged energy that you have to push forward and gain momentum again on those startups that you guys are working on. So this is really like the new year. We, we were still on vacation. It was like preseason football where it doesn't really count, but now it does count. So be thinking about how you guys can make this year count and what you can do that matters and be redeemable for the kingdom of God this year, this new year. And if you're looking for ways to keep going on those goals, if you're already starting to struggle, go back and listen to my podcast about that and how you make goals last. It's really important that you understand this because you should have goals throughout your whole life. Use that SMART system. There's an acronym for it. You can look it up. We don't have time to go into it. It's important to set goals for yourself and it's important to ground them in a way that it makes that makes them last. Let me talk about that before. If you have any questions, comments, you can email me, Matt at howtobuildatent.com. You can find me on all of the social media sites. You can ask me any questions you want. I'd be more than help more than happy to help you guys with the 250, making 250. Again, I've had such great responses from you guys. Such great comments, questions, like just digging into it, saying, I want to be a part of it. That is really awesome. So I'm really excited about this new year. It seems like everyone is really pumped about our goal of 250, making 250, 250 businesses, making at least $250 in revenue as a side hustle. And I had a question too. Oh, this is a good one. I had a um, person ask me about multi-level marketing. And I've talked about this on the show before. I say that a lot because there's a lot of things I've talked about before. It's a, we have had a, um, you know, along uh, many, many episodes here, but anyways, multi-level marketing, 
is okay if it's product driven, not level driven. And what I mean by that is not just that, do they have a product that they're selling or a service that they're selling? It's could that product or service stand on its own like a normal company because of the quality, because of the price or whatever differentiating features that it has compared to the other products in the market? Or is it just about getting layers and levels? Mary Kay is a multi-layer marketing company, but they sell great products. So I've heard, I don't know, they've been around for a while. They have those pink Cadillacs and all that good stuff for the people that sell a lot. So it's not necessarily bad. It definitely has a negative stigma, negative connotation to it, but it doesn't mean it's bad. And that doesn't mean it can't be part of the 250 making 250. So that's something to think about. But I, you know, I always have to put that disclaimer. Honestly, like unless you're in the very beginnings of the multi-marketing or multi-level marketing pyramid or the very top, it's gonna be really hard for you to make money, at least making money off of other people residual income, which is the goal. You want to be making the residual income. All righty, let's, okay. So let's continue on. I'm trying to see, while I'm talking about this, I'm trying to see if I have a sponsor scheduled. I do have a sponsored schedule. We'll have to come back and see what that is. Um, and see what my read's going to be because they didn't give it to me. So that's going to be edited in the middle of the show. Stay tuned for that transition. I just booked my tickets for G3. If you haven't already, get in there. Get in the last minute. I'm going to be flying in Thursday. I'll be there Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and I'm leaving Friday or Saturday afternoon. Please say hi to me. I'd really love to meet you guys, talk to you, and just what God is doing in your lives and how our network has blessed you. I'd love to hear from that. So I took two weeks off and I want to talk about this for a second because this is important and this goes into something uh, deeper than just Christmas and New Year's break. When people work a lot and there's a mentality that you can have, like I have, where if I stop working, if I unplug, if my businesses don't have me driving, you know, the, the product, the service or whatever, don't driving forward the organization. If I'm not there to do it, it's going to fall apart. What if everything falls apart? And we often say this even during the weekends when we're supposed to be taking a, a Sabbath day, a rest day. And it really goes back to how important we think we are about ourselves, right? It's I'm so important that the world cannot go on. I'm so important the empire I built cannot function without me. Well, you're not really doing a good job of training people up and discipling people for one, but two, you really have a much higher view of yourself than you probably should, than you should, because it should be easy for you if you have the correct mindset to take time off like God created us to have off, a Sabbath rest and things like that. It's so important for, it should be easy, but it's not sometimes. And it's often because we have a higher view of ourselves that if I do not take this time off. I mean, if I do take this time off, I'm not going to be able to provide. I'm going to lose money. And it really just goes to show that we think that we are the ones that are providing for us and not God. If God has called us to take rest days and he has, if he has called us to step away from work to withdraw, then we should be able to do it and trust that he's going to provide. And it's really important, not just because 
we should do it because God obeyed, but because there's reasons God tells us to do things. It's not just out of the blue just to see if we're going to obey or not. But one of the big benefits and that I got to enjoy this last two weeks is just a reminder of why we are working and doing all these things, why we are moving forward with 250 making 250, why I do these podcasts, why I do all these extra companies. It was just a great refresher and reminder that I'm doing this to bless my family. I'm doing this to bless the people around me. And if you don't take time to be with them, to enjoy them, to build into their lives, to relax and recharge with them, well, not only are you going to lose them, but you're going to be losing your grounding of where you are and your priorities of where God has called you to first minister to. You talk about this with pastors that are usually pastors will give up their ministry for the in, in exchange for their family where the PK kid stigma comes out where because they're they're the pastors rarely invest in their kids like they do in the ministry. So too with business. Oftentimes businessmen are divorced because they put way more time and care and sacrifice into their businesses and not their family. So this is one opportunity for us to do that at least once a week with the Sabbath. But also when we have holidays and things like that, we need that. We need that for ourselves to recharge. We need that for our family's sake. And we need that to be obedient to what God has called us to. And that was just a great reminder to me. I wanted to encourage that to you as well. Life is not going to fall apart. It's important to take a rest. And oftentimes I even think of it this way, that rest is an activity that I need to do. It makes it easier because for me, uh, it oftentimes is really hard to take rest because I just felt it was a negative, like I'm not doing anything. But if we look at it like it is an actual activity, rest is an actual action where I am actively resting, I'm actively taking time off. It became a calendar item and it helped me. And, and, it, and again, it made me start thinking about what it actually was doing for me. It isn't just this blank time where I'm just sitting there bored. It's I'm recharging, I'm spending quality time, I'm aligning my goals, I'm aligning my priorities with what God has. So it's not that it's, hey, take some time off and don't do anything. It's this is another activity in your schedule, at least. And that has just helped me in my mindset. It might not help you at all. You may, Matt, you're an idiot. You don't know what you're talking about. I'm done listening to the podcast. I couldn't blame you. I, you know, I would not feel bad, but I am appreciative for all of you guys who are here. All right, now it's time to introduce you to a new sponsor, Faith Counseling. I'm really excited about Faith Counseling because in the business world, in entrepreneurship, in the startup community, often there is a need for counseling, Christian-based counseling, because a lot of us struggle with depression. A lot of us struggle with things that have driven us to and want to make us excel. But we also always need to be able to talk to somebody, help us through depression, anxiety. And this is a great Great solution because you can have access to Christian faith-based counseling 24 hours a day. You can use your desktop, mobile phone, Android, iOS. You can text. You can video chat. You can have access at your fingertips. And you know, I, I've struggled with depression before. And sometimes it's crippling. You just feel like you can't even get out of your room. Well, now you don't even have to. You go. You complete a survey, a questionnaire, and then you are going to have counseling. 
You're going to have someone to talk to and help you through some of the most difficult trials of your life. So go over to faithcounseling.com slash HTBT, faithcounseling.com slash HTBT. When you use that link, when you go there with using the slash HTBT, you get 10% off your first month. You simply go fill out a questionnaire, help them assess your needs and get matched with a Christian counselor you'll love. That's faithcounseling.com slash HTBT. Now back to the show. So this was really big news and it's kind of been overshadowed and it was, I tweeted about it. Some other people tweeted about it, but Trump got rid of this deal that Obama made with the port of Long Beach, which the port of Long Beach is the second busiest port in the United States. They're responsible for basically most of what gets shipped from China over to the United States. And therefore, it is one of the busiest ports. And there's like a whole bunch of statistics about um, and the stuff I was reading about how busy it is and all that stuff. But it doesn't matter. The reason I wanted to bring this up is twofold. One, that business is integrated with politics. And we see it in here where they Obama approved the selling of the port to a Chinese business to take over one of the strategic... Uh, I don't know, not advanced. It's not a strategic advantage, but it's a strategic importance of trade for our whole country. Like if the Chinese had the grips on this, had the company, and we've talked about before how they use companies to establish and forward the agenda of the Communist Party. If they had control over trade, they would have a lot more leverage over over us as a country. And I bring this up for twofold. One is that is another reason as Christians we should look to be successful is because we can influence important things like politics. It's not just all about the money, but money can help us be influential in politics. It can help us be influential with leadership and people that are shaping our policy. And we want as many Christians in those positions to do that. So it's not just like, hey, you know, be successful yourself so you can buy a Lamborghini. But it's, hey, be successful so you could be making acquisitions like buying the Port of Long Beach. It's going to end up being sold to an Australian company, which is an ally of ours. But the second thing is, and we've, talk, we've talked about this before with the Silk Road and all of those things, the initiative, the Belt Road, the Silk Belt Road. I forgot what it's called all of a sudden. Oh, my gosh. But the Chinese have this initiative to basically establish dominance and become the number one superpower in the world over taking the United States. One of the things that China does too is when they do take over a port, you start seeing the country make concessions in favor of China and they're using it as a leverage. And I just, again, bring that up because we have this mindset that business and politics and family and school and church, all these things are isolated, compartmentalized, and they don't affect each other, but they're all very much integrated. And we need to have... 250 making 250. We need to have businesses that are growing our wealth, not just increasing our paycheck, but growing our wealth. That is, after you take out all the liabilities, you have your debt, your credit card payments, your mortgages, and student loans, and car payments, and all of those obligations that you have. After you take that out, what do you have left of value? What do you have left of value? And that is your wealth. It's important for us to grow those things because all of this is intertwined. All of this is intertwined. So it's really important. But anyways, Trump did that. Obama, again, selling us out. I wonder what the quid pro quo was for that. And why wasn't Obama impeached? We should still impeach Obama. You can you can impeach a president post-presidency just to make sure they never get elected again to any office. 
there's a lot of impeachments that should be going around in Congress and the executive branch and the judicial branch, to be honest, to be honest. One of the things I was also looking for, or sometimes that I do look for when I'm doing show prep, is I go on Twitter and I look at what's trending because I try to do a little, you know, a little secret. And if you're doing podcasts, you can try to do the same. Is when I record late or I record daily, I look for what's trending. So if I have something I can add to it that's in, you know, valuable and I think I can do a good show on it, I will talk about the topics that are trending because I want my show to trend. Now that's just between me and you. So if you have a podcast and you're looking to find ways to trend, that might be a, a good little secret. Find things that are already trending and see if you can get some, um, you know, a bump from that. But what I saw was all sports. It was all NFL, all the NFL playoffs, the Seattle, they beat the Eagles, which I thought was a pretty big feat because I think uh, the Seattle has a really bad record on um, on the home games or I mean on away games in playoffs. But then again, I, I heard Carson Wentz got hurt and I didn't fall. I didn't watch the game, but I, I was saddened by that because there was like seriously 15 of the 16 trending hashtags were all sports. And this was a good reminder I'm just taking this. I'm not I'm not doing this to trend. I just want this to be something you guys think about. If you want to be successful and have multiple streams of income, you have to make sacrifices. And one of those sacrifices is most likely going to be sports. And what I am saying is not this. I am not saying this. Never watch sports. I'm not saying that. I'm not even saying don't be a sports fan. Don't be a fan of teams. Don't go to games. Don't spend money on sports. I'm not saying that at all. But if you are one of those people, fantasy sports, and it's not a profession of yours in whatever you know avenue that you are doing it in, if you know so much about a sport, whatever it is, that you know all the statistics, you know all the players, you know the lines, the betting lines, you know the teams are going to make the playoffs. You know the injuries that are happening. And you know all that stuff. And you're not making any money off of that. Think about how much time, how many articles, how much research that it took you to get to that point. How many hours of TV did you watch of sports? And just imagine taking that time, five hours a week, six hours, ten like reading articles, reading news updates, reading social media highlights, listening to the sports podcast, watching three hours, six hours, nine hours of football every weekend. How many hours do you spend watching that that you could have taken and then put that into research to working to building up a business that can make you money? Do you want to know why most people aren't rich in this country? It's because they do things that don't make money. It's not hard. It's because they become an expert in things that will never generate a return on their investment. Because just imagine football, right? There's Thursday night football. There's Sunday night football. There's Monday night football. A lot of people watch college too. Saturday. Don't they have Friday college football now? All that time. All that time could have been used to build a business, to grow their wealth, to pay off debt. The reason why a majority of people are poor in this country is because they invest their time and resources in things that will never give them a return. And again, I'm not saying don't watch sports ever. 
Just saying. If you want to be successful, if you want to grow your wealth, if you don't want to be in debt the rest of your life, work. Work hard. Maybe you'll get to play hard eventually. But don't think you can work hard and play hard at the same time, especially have a family and do all the priorities you have. There's a lot of investing that you need to do in a young age, and most of us are young that are listening to podcasts. The plane would come much later. Not that you can't ever have fun. Again, I'm talking, the beginning of the show was take days off, take rest. But just think about that. And I want that encouragement. So maybe that will get a few more people clicking off sports and joining 250, making 250. Happy New Year. We'll talk to you tomorrow. God bless.